Alright, this is Kai Hutchison. I'm here with my grandma, Alma, and we're going to talk about feeding your baby and the breastfeeding versus formula and bottle feeding. So, grandma, how did you feed your all your children? I bottle fed each one of my five children, um, and because in the 50s, when I started having children, uh, breastfeeding wasn't wasn't encouraged very much at all. I, I hardly knew anyone who breastfed. I mean, with, with you know my friends and so. But uh, but it it has of course its advantages and disadvantages. Yeah. Um, well, so there's advantages of breastfeeding. Like it helps to protect the baby and it strength strengthens its immune system and just keeps it nice and healthy with all the nutri nutrients and all that and it's natural and yeah what so with all your babies that's what you did yeah yep okay what else um so for bottle feeding i know you're supposed to not prop the bottle and not it can't be too hot or cold and not not use cow's milk but obviously used formula right right so and we had do you want me to um well did you use lick the liquid formula or the powder formula in the 1950s we had we were told to make our own formula we boiled water to sterilize it boiled the bottles the nipples the caps everything and then we added um, uh, the doctor would tell us what what ratio to have I have so much evaporated milk and so much water depending on the age of the baby and and then um, yeah so we'd 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 sterilize everything and then we'd make like I would this this would make like about probably six or seven bottles you start out with just a couple ounces, you know, when the baby's brand new, it just takes a couple ounces at a time and it builds up. Mm -hmm. So um, at first you make like six to eight little bottles mm -hmm. out of this formula. So you make it like, you know, every so many days you do this process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the babies seem to like the evaporated milk? They, they seem to like it, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of people that are adults now that's what they had was evaporated milk do they well if you're if you that's what you fed your kids and a lot of people today that's what they had that's what they had yeah mm -hmm. uh-huh i maybe there maybe you could buy powdered milk at the parlor formula at that time i i wasn't aware of it if mm -hmm. you could all right so since you formula fed um did you did you ever happen to try uh, any of the other ways, or did you just stick with that most of the time? I just I just stuck with that. Made my formula every few days, and <laughs> yeah. And then we'd warm it. Of course, we'd had to warm it up too to body temperature. Oh yeah. And we tested on our wrist to make sure it was the right temperature. Uh -huh. for, yeah, right. For the baby. And, uh, and I always held the baby. I didn't prop it. Prop the bottle. Yeah. I always held the baby when, I mean, I'd be like a nursing mother with, you know, with yeah, to, to get, holding their babies. So I always yeah. held my babies, too. Yeah, to keep, to 
it's just good to bond with your mm-hmm. baby when you're feeding it and all that stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's very important. And um, did your did your uh, did you ever ever have to keep track of how long you've had that formula made, or did it not really expire? Or how'd that well, work? Well, it would be used up within a few days. So, oh yeah, so you that's had right. To do this process every depending how many ounces of milk the the baby was eating. Like by the time you get to eight ounces, you know, then then it goes really fast. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and um, did you ever, I know it's just not good to reuse the leftover formula either. No. Or no, or not, not. formula, yeah, whatever. You don't want to really heat, reheat it. Yeah. 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 So that's why you start out by just putting a few ounces in the, in the little bottles at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, Mom, What? so what did you do with, when you were feeding? Most of um, the time. You, you breastfed, right? I did, yeah. Um, breastfeeding um, in the early 2000s when I had you guys, it was encouraged by my doctor, but it also wasn't, it wasn't discouraged to bottle feed. So, But I knew I would be home with you guys, so I breastfed. And, um, yeah, it's you just kind of, when your baby's hungry, you have to feed it, and you... Um, know when it's hungry and then they just eat as much as they want to. The one thing about breastfeeding is you don't know how much they're getting, but um, I guess you can kind of figure out like, you know, to feed them about five or 10 minutes on each side and you want to feed them about the same amount of time on each side so that that breast produces that same amount of milk. And then if you start on the left side when you're feeding, um, during one feeding and then you finish on the right side then the next time you feed them you're supposed to start on the right side and finish on the left side yeah right um and the more that the baby like when you're in the hospital um you have your body produces a a colostrum which is the really nutrient um dense um stuff that comes out um before the milk oh yeah before the milk and yeah, so the more the baby, um, the more the baby sucks, the more your body's gonna know to produce. So it's very important, even in those those first few days, to to have the baby um, nursing because that's how the milk is produced. Yep. Um, so you never, you never uh, tried using a formula before, or. Um, yeah, when you were probably about six months old, I, I decided I wanted to try formula for times if I wanted to be gone for a while and um, if I didn't have milk pumped because for me, I, didn't, I don't know if I didn't have a good pump, but the, pump, the pumping didn't work very well for me um, or maybe my body just wasn't used to it. And so I did pump some, um, but... I wanted you to be able to take formula too, just because I wanted you to, you know, in case of an emergency or something, you to be able to have that. And so you, you had, when I started out, I um, did half breast milk in the bottle and then ha- half formula. And so that you could kind of ease into getting used to that different taste. Cause I think they probably taste quite different from each other. 
Um, and then you, you took to that okay, and you had a bottle of formula every once in a while. And then your sister, she wouldn't even put her mouth on the nipple of the bottle. Like, she just wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, because she was, she was used to um, going off your nipple. Yeah. And yeah. I even had a friend come over, and she said, put sugar on the nipple and she'll drink it. And I said, really? And by that time I was kind of desperate because she was, you know, like 10 months old or something. And I just really wanted to be able to get away for a little while. And (laughs) And so my friend, without me really even knowing, put sugar on the nipple and she still wouldn't take it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And so, and then Brielle, um, she had formula probably at about I think it was about eight or nine months I decided to be done breastfeeding her and then she took some formula so some babies are one thing I will say is some babies are much more flexible than others some have their thing that they want and that's all they want and then some will do both and don't really care but um I think if you do want to do both um yeah just kind of try to ease them into it a little bit and do maybe you know, a little bit of formula with mostly breast milk to start. And then as time goes, you can add a little bit more to it. So it's not such a, a shock for them. Yeah, right. Okay, so one last question for you. Um, when when the baby cries and your uh, breast milk production, like your breasts start to produce a lot more mm-hmm. milk, um, was there ever times that your baby was not crying before you fed it or would it always cry and that was just your signal that it was hungry or Mm, you know there were times when when you guys were small that you know I'd think okay well you should be eating in three hours so that's five o'clock and five o'clock rolled around and maybe you were sleeping and maybe I had to start making dinner at 5 30 so I'd maybe wake you up you know and because you wanted to kind of maybe stay on the same schedule a little bit um, so that you'd be ready to have your next feeding at 9 o'clock and then go to bed. Um, so, yeah, no, you guys didn't probably always cry, but I think probably a lot of the time you did. Um, and then the, that, um, the sucking of the baby will produce the breast milk, um, but also, like, the crying of the baby will, too. And I know that you can just kind of feel like a tingling sensation in your breasts when you hear the baby cry. And even one time when you were a baby and I worked a couple days a week and I missed one feeding during those those hours um, that I was gone. And then I remember um, at my job, a baby came in and started crying and I could feel my, um, my breasts fill up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I thought, oh boy, I'm not going to be able to be able to get rid of this milk anytime soon. <laughs> just keep a spare bottle in your purse so you can just squeeze, yeah. squeeze it out or something. <laughs> oh. All right, well, that, that's the end of our second part of the podcast. And thank, thanks for watching, or thanks for listening. And we'll be back. <laughs>